Good day. I'm evangelist and pastor Derek E. Wilkes, president and founder of the Congregation of Churches. Welcome to our website and welcome to today's broadcast. We're within a series of messages that we're labeling healing lessons and we're looking at healing lesson number 10 and we're studying the healing of the lepers. We're looking at two individual cases of healing that took place through Jesus's ministry where lepers were concerned. Altogether, we're looking at approximately 20 and we've looked at nine lessons up to this point. But today we're specifically looking at the healing of the lepers. One instance took place in the book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and the other took place in the book of Luke chapter 17. And so let's look at both of them together now. Let us pray. Father, your word conceived in my human spirit, informed by my tongue, and spoken out of my mouth is creative ability that is working for us now in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Go with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 8. That's where we'll begin. Matthew chapter 8. Again, we're looking at the healing of the lepers and uh, two specific instances that we're going to spend time looking at. And I want us to begin in Matthew chapter 8 and verses 1 through 4. Matthew 8 verses 1 through 4. When he, Jesus, was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Now we're going to find this statement in uh, Mark and Luke as well, but I want us to read through this. Verse 3, and Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Glory to God. And Jesus said unto him, see that you tell no man, but go your way show yourself to the priest. Once you were cleansed of leprosy, you were to show yourself to the priest, all right? And offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Now let's go and look at this over in the book of Mark, chapter one and verse 39 or 40, I believe. Mark chapter one, and let's begin at verse, let's see here, Mark chapter one, glory to God. Let me get there with you. It's always good to have your Bible with you when we come together for studying. Mark chapter 1, and let's look at verse 40. And there came a leper to him, to Jesus, beseeching him, begging him, and kneeling down to Jesus, and saying unto him, If you will, we see this statement again, you can. I know that you can, but I don't know if it's your will. If you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion. Now, this is something that we didn't see in the book of Matthew. But here we see that Jesus was moved with compassion. What is compassion? Compassion is divine love in action. Say that with me. Compassion is divine love in action. And put forth his hand and touched him. And saith unto him, it is my will. I will be thou clean. Now, uh, I will, that's a covenant phrase. Whenever you see the phrase, I will, I am, those are covenant words, covenant words. Verse 42, and as soon as he had spoken, 
immediately the leprosy departed. Now, why as soon as he had spoken? Because this man had a question that needed to be answered. And once that question was answered, his faith could move forward. Faith always, I mean always, stop at the question mark. Faith always stops at the question mark. This man had a question that needed to be answered. He knew that Jesus could, but he didn't know whether Jesus would. He didn't know if it was Jesus' will. And Jesus says, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed, and straightly charged him forthwith and sent him, his, sent him away. Verse 44, and saith unto him, See that you say nothing to any man, but go your way, show yourself to the priest. Okay? You weren't to show yourself to the priest unless you were cleansed. Keep that in mind. That's an extremely important statement. And offer for your cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. So Jesus did not look to circumvent the authority of the priest. Although this man was healed or cleansed, Jesus still encouraged him to go forth and follow the outline uh, that was given relative to uh, the laws governing how leprosy was handled. All right. He needed to show himself to the priest. Look at verse 45. But he went out and began to publish it much and to blaze abroad the matter insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city. So Jesus could no longer go into the city because of this man's testimony. You couldn't much blame him. The guy just got healed of leprosy, which was really uh, something extraordinary for this man to be healed of leprosy, cleansed of leprosy in a supernatural way. He couldn't help but to testify about it. And so Jesus could not enter into the city anymore. And he was, uh, you know, he had to go out into desert places and people came to him from every quarter. Let's go to Luke chapter five and let's look at Luke's account of the same uh, healing. Luke chapter five, and this is where we'll spend some time. Luke chapter five, Luke chapter five. And for you and I, let's begin at verse, uh, let's begin at verse, let's begin at verse 12, Luke chapter 5 and verse 12. And it came to pass when he, Jesus, was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy. Now, Luke gives us another uh, point of interest, full of leprosy. This man was full of leprosy. The other two accounts didn't give us this information. He was full of leprosy, Luke being a doctor and all, you see who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him saying, I will, it is my will for you to be clean. It is my will for you to be healed. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Let's stop there in verse 13 for a second. It is God's will for you and I to be healed today. It is God's will for you and I to walk in divine health. Say that with me. It is God's will for me to walk in divine health. Not only be healed, but for you to walk in divine health. God wants you whole. He wants you complete. He wants you healed. He wants you delivered. Nothing missing, nothing broken. That's God's will for you. In fact, you were healed by the stripes of Jesus. You were healed. The day that you received Jesus the Christ as your Lord and Savior, you were healed. Glory to God. Healing belongs to you. You're not the sick trying to get healed. You are the healed 
And you should not allow Satan to take your health away from you. Say it again. I am the healed. I am the healed. That's who you are right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's look back at this verse. I will be thou clean. Now, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus, the anointed one, and that anointing is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he said, I will, to this man, he is saying, I will, to you. You should know that. It is God's will for you to be healed. It is God's will for you to be healed. That's right. All right? Immediately, the leprosy departed from him, verse 14, and he charged them to tell no man but to go and show himself uh, to the priest and offer for your cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. But so much the more, they went a fame abroad of him, because this man gave his testimony, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. Now look at verse 13 again. So much the more they went a fame abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to do what? To hear and to be healed. Now notice, they didn't come to be healed. Now I'm going to let that sit there for a moment. They did not come to be healed. They came to hear and to be healed. There's a difference. Say this with me. There's a difference. They didn't come to just be healed. Now, some people, they want healing, but they don't want to hear. Their main focus is to get manifestation of healing. I want my manifestation. I, I, I really don't have time to hear, Pastor Wilkes. Will you just pray for us? Will you pray for the studio audience? Will you pray for those that are watching online? Would you just pray for us? I don't have time to hear. Well, you know, there's some things that you could miss. How about uh, discovering a way to retain your healing? How about discovering a way to release the healing power of God into the lives of other people? So you need to receive it, but you also need to understand how to retain it. You also need to understand how to release it into the lives of other people. And if you're not interested in hearing, there's so much that you may miss because you're not interested in hearing. We need to have an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is wanting to say to us. These folks came to hear and to be healed. They didn't come just to be healed. They came to hear and to be healed. You know, Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and then healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease amongst the people. He went about teaching, preaching, and healing. And these people understood that they came to hear and to be healed. They came to press in to hear the word of God. Glory be to God. And uh, many of them tapped into manifestations of the power of God. Hallelujah. Say this with me. I'm here, Pastor Wilkes. Say it again. I'm here, Pastor Wilkes, to hear and to be. I'm here to hear and to be healed. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so this is the first case that we see here in Luke chapter 5. And we saw it in Mark chapter 1. And we saw it in the book of Matthew chapter 8. And this case of healing was so uh, became so uh, popular that the next set of lepers that you're going to see, they had to hear about it. They heard about this case of healing, and they sought Jesus for healing manifestations as well for the leprosy condition that they had. Go with me to Luke chapter 17, please. Luke chapter 17, and let's take a look at verse 11. 
Luke chapter 17 and verse 11. Luke 17 and verse 11. We'll begin there. Look at verse 11. And it came to pass as he, Jesus, went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Now, uh, it was uncharacteristic or not characteristic for a Jew to hang out or to pass through Samaria. But Jesus did not allow the traditions of men to influence where he would go and not go. Jesus navigated, passed through Samaria, the regions of Samaria. The Samaritans really didn't have any dealings with the Jews, but Jesus didn't allow that to influence where he would go. And so he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, and as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. Why did they stand afar off? Because the lepers were segregated. They were separated. They were not to mingle with their family or anyone else, friends, colleagues, other people, because they had leprosy. They were separated from the rest of the people. And uh, uh, once they were healed, they needed to be uh, examined by the priest. And once they were examined, and uh, uh, then they would offer a testimony, a gift, and so forth. And then they could be uh, uh, released into the community of people again. But before they were cleansed or healed, they needed to stand uh, a distance away from other people. So this is why they are far off yelling. And uh, he entered into a certain village, and they met him ten men that were lepers, verse 12, which stood afar off. This is why they stood afar off, verse 13. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Now, what are they seeking? They're seeking healing. They're seeking healing. And so healing then is a manifestation of the mercy of God. Master, have mercy on us. We need mercy. We need the manifestation of the healing power of God. Now, I've shared this with you in other broadcasts, but mercy is uh, uh, new every morning. And God is the God of mercies, plural. And here they're looking for mercy. Now, what is mercy? Mercy is you getting what you don't deserve. You don't deserve healing. You don't deserve this good, but you're going to get it anyway. You're, you're getting what you don't deserve. Jesus went to the cross and he received what he did not deserve. He received the punishment associated with Adam's disobedience. He did not deserve that. He received what he did not deserve so that you and I could receive what we don't deserve. And so these lepers were looking for mercy. Have mercy on us, Jesus. Glory be to God. And when Jesus saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. This is verse 14. So now he had just dispensed mercy to them. Well, where's the mercy, Pastor? I don't see these folks healed. Where's the mercy? The mercy is embedded in the words. The mercy is within the words that Jesus spoke to these lepers. Say that with me. The mercy was within the words. The mercy was within the instructions. And sometimes we want manifestation and God is giving us words. He's giving us words. We need to be receptive, honorable, concerning the words. We need to place a value on the words. We need to have, a, uh, 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 have treasure the words, value the words, honor the words. 
we need to appreciate the words. The words have everything we need in them. So they asked for mercy and Jesus gave them some words. He gave them six words. Go, show yourselves unto the priest. He gave them six words. Those words were a manifestation of the mercy of God. Those words were a manifestation of the mercy of God. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Notice that. As they went, they were cleansed. Now, this gives us some insight into healing here. That it wasn't uh, an instant manifestation of healing. And sometimes there will be an instant manifestation of healing. But in this case, it wasn't an instant manifestation of healing. Yet, the power of God was released instantly. The power of God was released instantly. The power of God went to work instantly on their situation. The moment they released their faith, the power of God went to work. The power of God begins to work instantly the moment you release your faith. But the power of God beginning to work instantly is not the same as having an instant manifestation. We see that with the fig tree that Jesus had cursed in Mark chapter 11. There was a fig tree that he had spoken to. He spoke to the fig tree and walked off. Yet he spoke to it, but the power of God was working underground. The power of God was working in an arena in an area where you couldn't see. So the power of God was working underground where you couldn't see it working, right? Uh, but the manifestation did not show up until a day later. So manifestations aren't always instant, but that doesn't mean that the power isn't instantly working. The power of God began to work instantly underground where you couldn't see anything, but the manifestation didn't show up until a day later. Here, the power of God began to work the moment they believed those words. The moment they acted on those words, the power of God began to work. Yet, it wasn't until uh, as they journeyed, it came to pass as they went, as they went, so as they as they navigating navigating this journey to show themselves to the priest, the power of God begins to work. Glory to God. Now notice this also. Notice this. Jesus said to them, "Go show yourselves unto the priest." Now, what did we learn from the first case of leprosy that we looked at earlier? You're not to show yourself to the priest unless you are cleansed, unless you are healed. Jesus told these lepers to go show themselves to the priest while they were yet lepers. Why would he do that? Because God's method of operation, now listen carefully, God's primary method of operation where faith is concerned is calling things which be not as though they were. Calling things which be not as though they were. What does that mean? That means that if you're sick in your body, if you have sickness in your body, you would say, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Amen. If you have sickness in your body, you would say that he sent his word to heal me and deliver me from destruction. You would say, God, your word says that you worship of all things that I would prosper and be in health, even as my soul prosper. I am the healed. I am healed right now, glory to God. I call myself healed. Although you're sick in body, but you're going to call those things which be not as they were. Now, he did. God's method of operation is not... Uh, to say it like it is. I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. No, no, no. That's not God's way. His method is not to deny what exists. His method is not calling things that be as though they were not. I'm not sick, I'm not sick, I'm not sick. I'm not sick, I'm not sick, I'm not sick. 
No, God's way is this. Call those things that be not yet manifest as if they were manifest. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. You sent your word and healed me. I am the healed. Christ hath redeemed me from the curse of the law. I am healed. You worship of all things that I prosper and be in health, even as my soul prosper. I am healed. You want me to prosper, Lord. I am the healed. I am the healed. I call myself healed. This is what you should be saying about your own body. I am healed. Say it with me. Let's practice. I am healed. I am healed right now. The power of God is working in me. I am the healed. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so he said, go show yourselves unto the priest. This is a way of calling things that be not as though they were. And as they went, they're also calling things that be not as though they were. In the fact that they're going. They're calling things which be not as though they were. Jesus is calling things that be not as though they were. As they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, he noticed that he was healed as he's going, as he's wenting, as he's going, he sees that he's healed. Glory to God, I'm healed. He saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God. Now notice here, he did not glorify God, this one leper. He did not glorify God while he was sick. The other nine, they did not glorify God while they were sick. Why is that? Because God is not glorified in sickness. I'll say that again. God is not glorified in sickness. God is not glorified in disease. God is not glorified in lack. God is glorified in healing. God is glorified in your provision. God is glorified in your protection. God is glorified in your wholeness. God is glorified in that. This man turned back and glorified God. Hallelujah. Now, all of them released their faith. All of them released their faith. The ten lepers released their faith. They all went. As they went, they were healed. They were cleansed. So they released their faith. They all released their faith. But this one, his faith was at a different level altogether. Because he took his faith to another level. He began to give God thanks. He began to glorify God. Now, let me say this to you. Your faith is incomplete without thanksgiving. Your faith is incomplete without thanksgiving. This man returned to give thanks. Look at verse 16. And he fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. You know, he was glorifying God. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? He was looking for them. They are not found that returned to give glory to God except this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith has made you whole. So this man's faith gave him something that the other men, their faith didn't uh, get for them because their faith did not uh, inspire them to return to give thanks. They were cleansed. They were healed. But this man was made whole. His, relation, his relationships were restored. His, his uh, uh, friendships, relationships were restored. He got restoration. Perhaps there were some limbs that fell off that were restored. He was made whole. He was made whole, this man. Wholeness is different than healing. Wholeness is to be complete, nothing missing, nothing broken. So relationships were restored. Let's say finances were restored. Let's say anything that was lost that needed to be restored was restored for this particular man because he returned to give thanks, to give God glory for what had been done. Let's just thank God right now. Father, I thank you that I'm the healed. I thank you, Father, for healing my body. I call my body healed, and I thank you in advance. I claim my healing. I am the healed. 
Thank you, Father. It is so good to be healed. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So this man was made whole because he returned to give thanks. Glory be to God. Isn't that powerful? Glory to God. I want you to let us know about what takes place in your physical body today. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to release my faith in your behalf. And I want you to contact us or contact someone. Tell someone about what happened in your physical body. If you don't give your testimony to this ministry, testify to somebody. Let them know what happened when we prayed for you today. I'm going to release my faith in your behalf. And I want you to say these words after me. Say this. I will experience a manifestation of the glory of God in my body today. Say it again. I will experience a manifestation of the glory of God in my physical body today. Say it one more time. I will experience a manifestation of the glory of God in my physical body today. I'll take it from here. In the name of Jesus, you foul, unclean spirit, I command you to take your hands off of this man. Take your hands off of this woman. I command you to cease your activities in your physical body. I command your body to function in the perfection to which God created it to function. I command your body healed right now, whole right now, complete right now. Healing be at your house. Glory be to God. Healing be in your home right now. Say, I received my healing in my physical body right now. Say, I take it. I am healed. I am whole. I am complete. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Glory be to God. Now, you might say, well, Pastor Wilkes, I don't feel anything. You don't have to feel anything. You know what I mean? You don't have to feel anything. Just receive. So I receive my healing. Glory to God. And moments from now, days from now, hours from now, even right now, manifestation will show up. And sometimes manifestation is progressive, but that doesn't make it any less supernatural. Amen. The power of God has begun to work in your physical body right now. Glory to God, because you're releasing your faith. Amen. Well, praise God. Well, I'm evangelist and pastor Derek E. Wolf, so I'm confident that you've been empowered. I encourage you to partner with this ministry. Let us know uh, what took place in your body. Simply contact us at www.congregationofchurches.org. Again, that's www.congregationofchurches.org. Or call us at 1-800-594-0691. That's 1-800-594-0691. Well, praise God. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. We come together again. I'm Evangelist and Pastor.